Everyone is a character. All characters are Tatiana. Conclusion, Tatiana is everyone. You're listening to Tatiana is Everyone, an orphan black podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm Stephanie. And before she started talking, Chris made... (sighs) She made that noise. It was similar to that noise, but not that noise exactly. (laughs) You should cut in the noise you made because it was awesome. I think that pretty much sums up how you felt about this episode. Episode 308, whose title I don't know. Ruthless in Purpose and Insidious in Method. Thank you, Chris. And we are discussing that episode here. There will be spoilers for that episode, but no spoilers for future episodes. So how do you feel, Chris? <laughs> um, I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> it's like you made it through the episode okay, and then, but then toward the end, it was, it was just like, you, you kind of crumbled. That is accurate. The stress cry seemed to be imminent as we walked into this room to record. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Can't communicate properly to distress. Well, I really enjoyed this episode. It was a good episode. Yeah. Uh, your father would say, it's no episode six. But he ev- did say that. But he every, literally said that. But every episode can't be that episode, or we would just be exhausted as viewers. That is true. Yeah. You can't have every episode be this like high-octane storyline. Yeah, I... I- I wouldn't want every episode to be no, episode six. That- y- you need those climactic moments. Every episode can't be a climactic moment, really. We need some fun stuff like they had last week. And and this week. Right. But I mean, overall, I think last week was more comedic than oh, this sure. week. Oh, sure. But still some great moments. Well, sure. But there's like the whole triple crosses. And- yeah. I this is don't know who to trust. This this Not I thought that I ever knew who who to trust. But. but this I thought was a great solid week. You know, just sort of every week episode of Orphan Black. Like, you know, you you see what I'm saying. It, it wasn't one of those like, oh my god, that was absolutely amazing climax of the season. But it was a really solid episode. We got it's some like a workhorse episode. Yeah, or whatever they call them where yeah. Like it's, but it's a good one. Yeah, we got some furthering of a lot of plot lines. We got some good character stuff. We got Helena having a clothes fight with Gemma as well. So cute, so cute. As well as trying on and putting on all of Allison's clothes and kind of flirting with Donnie. <laughs> what was that? That was amazing. Was what that was. <laughs> Two baby oxes. <laughs> have we ever heard Helena laugh like that? Not I mean, it's like something that. that's not like murderous. <laughs> she laughed at the poker players last week, right? But I guess I'm. Co- I'm. But at like a joke, the- not quite. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was it a flirtatious laugh? Do we think? I don't think so. I mean, in a Helena manner of speaking, I still don't think so. Okay, I still don't think so. It's hard to tell because Helena's unusual, y'all. Yes. She's she's a strange woman. <laughs> we love her, but she's strange. Love her dearly. We but- love. Yeah. And I mean, I I think she would be respectful of the fact that Donnie is married to her sister. So, (laughs) what? (laughs) You have meat on your bones. (laughs) And you are strong like a baby ox. (laughs) It was amazing, Chris. 
I know, I was there. Amazing. I I was uh, during the scene though with Gemma, the clothes fight scene. Great sweet scene, but I did my mind did wander too. I wonder if because we haven't seen their son, we haven't seen Oscar all season. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if that actor maybe aged too dramatically, and they're kind of like, I don't know. Oh, that's a good call because he's older. He is older. Maybe he had a growth spurt, and he's now like know, a foot taller. Or I was something. Gonna say, like, maybe he's six feet tall now, <laughs> and it would be weird. <laughs> but I, I always like seeing seeing Gemma. I think she's adorable. She's so cute. And and we got another glimpse of the uh doer, I believe they call those. Mm-hmm. The the canister with See? Helena's babies. See? I, my my does the reappearance of Kira's tent, does that mean we're gonna see the egg soon? We did. <laughs> I think it was inevitable really, but still. Yeah, it was. I, shut up, Chris. <laughs> I'm sorry to ruin your gloatment. <laughs> Allow me to have my gloatment, Chris. I don't get that many with Orphan Black. I will sit here quietly. You may finish your gloatment. I'm I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But I thought it was great seeing Helena in Allison's world. That was I thought a brilliant a brilliant idea on the writer's parts. I enjoyed that a whole lot seeing her. Oh, and that lovely moment between her and Gracie. Yes. That made me so happy. Oh, it was so sweet. He she hugged her and kissed her on the cheek. So cute. And and oh Great moment. I had this moment. I was like, oh, are we going to see Helena initiate a hug? Because Helena doesn't really initiate hugs so much. She's getting better. She is. She learned from Kira. Yes. So sweet. Yes. Great Helena moments in this episode. Allison was kind of... We got that stuff brewing with with, uh, Jason, which... Jason. He's He's on my bad list. Well, he punched Donnie in the face. Twice. Really hard. I mean, he knocked Donnie out. I I hope Donnie's okay. Like, I don't think he's dead, but I hope he's okay. Not okay. Jage. Jage. Stupid nickname. (sighs) Allison. (laughs) So, not a whole lot going on with Allison besides incorporating these new people into her world, which I love. I love that Allison is kind of getting more incorporated into all that goings on. She is being a mother hen. She is being a mother hen. But, well, and it was it's just even though she's not quite as pulled into all of the illness and you know, that's part of the clone storyline, it is nice to see these characters who have been so segregated into that world in Allison's world. It does make her, I think, mm-hmm. feel more integrated into the overarching story. Well and this is something we've wanted for a long time is mm-hmm. to get everybody together mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Which was what was so great about the end of season two is like, oh, they're all together in one space and interacting and it's wonderful. And then this season started and it wasn't that way anymore and we were sad, mm-hmm. or at least I was sad. And so, yeah. You no, know, I was sad. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to, I didn't want to speak, speak for, for you. me. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I'm so glad that it's getting that way again. And yeah, having Helena there is really exciting for me. It adds to the dynamic, I feel like. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what is going to happen. So what else made you happy in this episode besides lovely Helena moments? I may get flack for this, but I don't care. I like Shay. I still like Shay. <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> They're pretty adorable. Kasima and Shay. I, I like Shay too. And of course, now we have the, the inevitable, can we trust Shay? We knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. We should clarify. We I don't believe we've ever said we trust Shay. We've we said, said we don't distrust Shay. 
which we saw- I think is uh, I think on this show is like the only stance you can take as yeah. far as that. like it's hard to trust anybody on the show. It really is. It really is. I mean, I think it took us like a season to be like I think we can trust Felix. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is who he says he is. But always with disclaimers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they might cause us to have reasons to distrust Shay when Kasima delves into the envelope. But but I still thought they were adorable in this episode. Yeah, whether or not she's some sort of double agent or whatever. She's still super cute. She is still super cute. <laughs> it's true. Damn it. And adjacent to that, I really liked getting more Kasima Delphine stuff this episode and actually get- seeing them talk about stuff more. Yes. It's overdue. Way, 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 way overdue. Which maybe makes it better, like from a dramatic standpoint. Sure. Well, and I and I do think it's understandable from Kasima's point, since Delphine dumped her so brutally and out of nowhere, that she wouldn't have been like, but I dreamt of you and I think you brought me back from, you know, from death. I, I can understand why she didn't lead with that because she was so right. hurt. Right. And that's this is why... Why I tend to defend Kasima this season. I know a lot of people have had issues with Kasima and especially in the taking sides of Delphine versus Kasima, but it's like, that was the last thing that happened last season. And then the first thing that happened this season is Delphine just dumps her. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, ouch. Ouch. Big owie. I thought I was going to die and I came back because you said you'd always be there and then you dumped me. <laughs> But obviously it ended on a sour note between the two of them, but I was glad to see them talk about stuff this yes. episode. And I hope we I hope we get more of that soon. I would think so, but I guess we'll see. We will see, since Delphine let her quit and essentially fired her. Delphine! <laughs> that was the saddest Delphine cry. I yet. have lots of Del feelings in this episode. Ugh. Delphine. I, w- I just want more of you on screen so I can understand you better. Uh, we did get we did get a lot of Delphine in this episode, but it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it hurt so much. It Stephanie. did. It did. Moving on to happier things. Something that made me happy. We saw Scott's apartment and it was as glorious as I had hoped. <laughs> it was delightfully geeky. I was like keeping an eye on his action figures. I'm like, do we have any of the same action figures, Scott? Not that I could tell, but I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> no, I got really excited to see his apartment too. I was like, <gasps> Scott's apartment! Nerd and, solidarity, Scott. And, and even though it was very, it was upsetting to see Rudy, freaking Rudy. Stupid Rudy. Okay, can I just point out, who's terrible in this episode? Who's terrible in this episode? Dr. Cody? Terrible. Dr. Nealon? Terrible. Rachel? Terrible. Rudy? Terrible. Two doctors, two characters whose names begin with R- I'm on the lookout now. <laughs> there was a crazy gesture that went with that. <laughs> it was like mad pointing. <laughs> but onto that like double, triple, whatever crossing, quadruple crossing. I'm not sure anymore. Not even sure. Okay, so this was my sequence of thoughts. Dr. Nealon is the mole to caster. No, no, no. No, no, no. Rachel and Dr. Nealon are moles to caster. No, no, no. No, 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 wait, maybe Rachel isn't, maybe it's somebody else, maybe it's just Dr. Neal. No, I was right! (laughs) No, no, it's just Rachel. No, wait. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. They got me to doubt myself. Good going, show. That's all this show does. Yeah. For me. But I thought I was right, and then I felt pretty sure, and then they got me to doubt myself. But I was right. (laughs) Gloatment. Right. (laughs) 
And you're like, don't take away my gloatment show. But Crystal, who I loved, that's something that made me happy, was Crystal. Yes. I I, I love the Crystal-Felix interaction. Yes! And, and Felix. And just generally, Felix trying to act like a straight guy was pretty great. <laughs> it was oddly cute. A Canadian straight guy. Pretty cute. But Crystal was Canadian great. Straight, is a Canadian straight guy different? Well, without his British accent is what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> North American accent. Gotcha. Yeah, North American accent. But Crystal, I thought, was great, and they put her in a coma, because Rachel is the worst, and I think and I think she was faking some of her aphasia, at least recently. I am getting pointed at so much right now. <laughs> I'm being very emphatic. I apologize. It's okay. I'm you, curious. You've got all the Del feelings. I understand. It's Del feelings. I'm fueled by Del feelings. I'm curious, though, we got to see that Rachel could speak a lot, a lot better than we've seen her speak previously but she was on an operating table so i'm wondering if we will see if her mobility is in fact better than we have been led to believe that mm. it is as well good point i guess we'll find out it still wasn't perfect her speech she wasn't right she wasn't no. where she had been it was still no uh halting a little bit yes but she was speaking in much longer sentences yes she sounded much more like her old self than we've heard her previously it's all the evil the evil fuels her <laughs> <laughs> they got me feeling sorry for her for like a minute, a guarded feeling sorry, but still feeling sorry for her. And of course, still looking out for herself, willing to stab people in the back. We should have seen it coming. I kind of saw it coming. I kind of saw it coming. I did. Especially when we saw Dr. Nealon and Delphine talking. I was like, Delphine, why are you talking to him as if he's a human being? He's evil. <laughs> But she has to play the game, is the thing. <sighs> I don't. I know that Kasima says she was not willing to give Delphine the book because she was didn't trust Delphine. And while I don't know that she necessarily couldn't trust Delphine, apparently she was wise about it because Delphine did communicate with Doctor Nealon about it, and she couldn't trust Doctor Nealon. Right. So I mean, there was the whole thing last season, right, where. Where Rachel suckered her into believing that Benjamin had been on their side and, you know, that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that Delphine was more aware of things than we're led to believe in this episode. I'm hoping, hoping that they maybe will reveal that. Because again, I don't want Delphine to get snookered again. I want her to be right. more on top of things this season. It's so hard to tell right now, mm -hmm. is the thing. Yep. But I thought this was a solid episode, obviously very engaged in, in where we're at. <laughs> There's so much gesturing and, like, stress crying. <laughs> As uh, always, I suppose. But We'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode. You can go and leave a comment on the show notes at tatianaiseveryone.com slash 77. You can send us an email to feedback at tatianaiseveryone.com. You can also call and leave us a voice message, 972 514 7223. You can also record a voice memo using your smartphone and email it to us. We are on Twitter at TIE Podcast, and we're also on Facebook. And in this episode, Felix's North American accent was played by Tatiana Mislani. Thanks for listening. <laughs>